Three, two, one. Welcome to a Sad National Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin. With me as always, Bryce and Kit. Guys, it's been like fucking, what, like seven years since we last did a podcast? Too long. It's, I've got children now. <laughs> You've got children? Uh, it's yeah. been a long-ass time in Tennessee. Still hasn't won another fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this episode, guys... It's gonna be pretty quick for all you guys listening. Um, it's not, it's gonna go by quick. Basically, we're gonna, we're gonna hit the Titans, we're gonna hit the balls, and we're gonna talk about some games coming up this weekend. Um, so Titans, in the last two games since we did an episode, Titans went 2-0, they beat the Jags. Um, fuck, fuck Duval. Fuck Duval. Fuck Duval. And then, uh, and they fucking, the flying Hawaiian, the young maestro, the goddamn, Silent Assassin came back and fucking led us to a victory against Philadelphia. What are your guys' fucking thoughts on this? Because praise be to the mark, Yoda. Let me just say this. Uh, first of all, fuck Duval. We own them. Uh, it's actually miraculous at this point. The fact that uh, we can just go down to Duval. They can come up to Nashville and we can just own them anytime, anyplace. Um not much to say about that game. It was a low-scoring affair that we thoroughly dominated from start to finish. Uh, I, do have, I do have one thing to say. Technically, Blaine Gabbert got a win against Jacksonville. I he started that the game. The season. He, you did. He technically got a win against Jacksonville. Yeah. Fucking suck it. Basically, fucking Blaine Gabbert is better than uh, fucking Blake Bortles. Facts. All, all, 20, all 22 starters from the Jaguars should commit suicide. They lost the game from Blaine Gabbert by <laughs> a Titans game. That's fucking pathetic. We fucking own them so bad. It's actually, it's actually kind of sad at this point. Um, so yeah, that was a win, obviously. And then the Eagles game. My fucking God. I am one of the most pessimistic people on planet Earth. I thought we had no chance. I thought we were going to get our dicks smacked. But no, we came out there and we showed them what a championship team fucking plays like. You green bitches took over my city. You thought that was going to matter. You, were, you thought you were going to make us your, your fucking home field. But no, you spent all that money in my city just to watch your team losing overtime to the flying Hawaiian. You guys can suck my two-tone dick. The Titans fucking put the money where the mouth is. They came out. They played. Marcus Mariota had a godlike performance. Corey Davis might be the best receiver since Randy Moss. Uh, I could not have been more proud of that team. I was fucking stoked. I'm not going to lie. My dick got hard. It was the best game I have seen as a Titans fan since probably 2008. I mean, it was great. It was so great. And not being able to talk about it because I'm a fucking, I, 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 it's my technological skills. You'd think I was from Duval County, Florida, but you know what? I'm here now. We're doing the show now. And it was fucking biblical. It was great. I, uh, I was, I was out eating. Um, with some guys who I'm, I'm at work, like, out working with. And, uh, I'm sitting there on my phone, not fucking paying attention to anything they're saying. Uh, two reasons. One, they're fucking stupid. And the other reason is, is fucking Marcus Mariota is leading the greatest comeback in Titans history. I don't give a fuck about your stupid Music City miracle. That ain't shit on this right now. I Dude. Love, I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret that in like, like, I don't know, probably an hour. Um, Dude, I took my dog for a fucking walk. I thought we were gonna get beat. I left, I left my phone in the car, and I took my fucking dog to the river. And I was like, "Let's go walk." And when I get back, I'm gonna see an ass raping. 
Well, I get back to my car, and my best friend texted me and said, I love this team. Shout out, Ethan. He texted me, and I was like, what the fuck? So I turn on 102.5, and Mike Keith is like, touchdown! Corey Davis got it! And I was like, no fucking way. My dick just sprung out of my fucking shorts. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. <clears throat> I purposefully didn't look at my phone all day Sunday. And I get back to hear Mike Keith's overtime call. It was literally could not have been a better storyline for me. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. See, um, I was supposed to be playing football at 4 o'clock at my local fucking park. And uh, I was like, I got to finish this game. And, like, we're in overtime. And we, it's like the third, fourth down. And finally, I was just like, fuck it. We've lost this. There's no way we're converting it. Turn it off. Start driving towards the park. I'm like. Looking at the radio, thinking, nah, let's not get depressed before we start playing football. And finally, I just gave in, turned it on, and fucking, it, it was literally, <clears throat> like, moments after the catch had happened, they're screaming still. I'm like, holy fucking shit, we just beat these fucking assholes. Um, it, was, it was crazy. I, I can't believe that we pulled it off against them, uh, especially if you go back and watch that fucking overtime uh, drive that we had, like. All odds stacked against us, and they somehow fucking managed to win. So. Dude, like when we had that fourth and fifteen, the odds of us winning had to be goddamn near zero. Uh, it had to have been the same odds of Tennessee getting an SEC win. I mean, the like when we were that when we were at fourth and fifteen, and Taewon Taylor caught that pass. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like destiny or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get too carried away because it's only week four, but. How the fuck did we win that game in those terrible circumstances we put ourselves in? And then, like, at Marcus took that sack, and we went all the way back to midfield. I was like, yep, I got my hopes up for nothing. And then, oh, my God. And then let's talk about that gutsy-ass call by Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Big Dick Vrabel. Big, Big Dick Vrabel. Yeah, yeah. Dude, if, if Mike Malarkey would have been the coach of that game, he'd have been like, oh, well, I guess I'll just tie better than a loss. No, but you got Mike Vrabels out here, and he's just like, no, fuck you, suck up, stay on the sidelines, we're going for the damn win, motherfucker, and we got it, and I fucking loved it. Mike Vrabel just cock swinging everywhere, what a beast. <laughs> cock swinging. <laughs> <laughs> we won every boys. game by three points this year that we've won, so. Well, it's for the boys. <laughs> Something's up. I mean, like, a lot of people keep saying that, though. Like, they're like, oh, the Titans only won by, they win by three points every week. They're, they're a fluky team. Uh, well, uh, I beg to differ because we're winning by shutting the, make, by shutting the opponents down. Um, I mean, yes, Carson Wentz threw all over us, but it's a bend, don't break defense. When it really mattered, we shut his little bitch ass down. Yeah. That, that's what we're going to do all season. I mean, we're not going to win like the Rams or the Chargers, you know, by throwing for 500 yards. It's just not the team we are. Who gives a fuck? I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty. Yeah, you're right about that shit. The Browns just lost, so <clears throat> doesn't get them anything special. Yeah, I mean, whoop de fucking do. The Browns scored 45 points. They still fucking lost. I'd rather score nine against Jacksonville and win than score 40 and lose. Me too. I, I have seen some of the, um, like the, uh, panelists, they're, they're creeping us into their top five, and I kind of disagree with that. Um, but I think we are top eight in the league. I think we're up there. We're playing really well. 
Um, the Dolphins didn't help us any by getting just completely raped by the Patriots. So the Dolphins are a terrible franchise who deserves nothing but the worst fortunes. I fucking hate the Dolphins. I hate everybody that plays for them. They're just a shit tier team that we should have beat. But it is what it is. We made up for it because at the beginning of the season, I was expecting us to go. I think Kevin didn't mean you talk about this. I was expecting us to go two and two through four games. And, uh. Yeah, we, we, I think that was both of our predictions. Yeah. So, I mean, if you would have told both of us in August that we'd be three and one, but the loss was against Miami, I don't think we'd give a fuck. I think we would have taken that. I mean. Yeah, for sure. Cause you don't. You don't accept any losses against any of the other three teams. Like, I, it's a, it's way better wins over Jacksonville, Houston, and Philly than it would have been for Miami. So, especially uh, when those two division games was huge. But, uh, so I'm sure every time Titans fan has seen a, the the Kyle Brand Good Morning Football fucking rant he did. Let let me let me say this. You fucking soap opera piece of shit fucking actor. You shut your fucking cock holster, and next time I want to hear you fucking say a god-awful fucking take about the Tennessee Titans or the fucking state of Tennessee or the city of Nashville, I will jingle my fucking zipper. You shut the fuck up. Your fucking daughter is going to come here, get railed out by some fucking dude and on her bridesmaid fucking party or whatever, and you're going to have to go back. She's going to come back home and be like, Dad, I'm pregnant with some fucking hick from Tennessee, and you're going to be like, fuck. I guess we're gonna have to tighten. Up it now. sounds. It sounds like that's what already happened. He he is fucking ate up about something. Either his fucking daughter was railed out, or his fucking wife. <laughs> this man might be a cuck. I, I don't. I don't know. But Kyle Brandt can shut the fuck up and take his god awful opinion and shove it up his ass. A left tackle who no one cares about. Are you kidding me? Not but four months ago, you guys were blowing his balls for being the highest paid left tackle in the league. So clearly y'all fucking care about him. That is the one, that's the one problem, like the one major problem I had with that. I think what he was saying as far as like what people outside of Tennessee think of Nashville, actually I don't think he's that far off. I mean, I, I think if you live in New, if you live in like Massachusetts and you're a Patriots fan, you probably do think of Tennessee as a fucking redneck, hick ass small city with, you know, the team that Jeff Fisher used to coach for. You probably don't think of him as anything more than that. I don't actually disagree with him with that point of it. People probably do think of us as like a bunch of cousin fuckers. But you know what? We're a bunch of cousin fuckers that just beat two of the best teams in the league. I don't agree with that, David. We're not cousin fucking. <laughs> he says, I'm going to embrace it. Well, I mean, they can think what they fucking want. I don't care. Like, yeah. if they think that Nashville is some small little podunk city where everybody wears cowboy hats and has Confederate flag bed sheets. I mean, let them think that. I don't give a God fuck. Damn. If we keep winning, if we keep winning games, they can think whatever the fuck they want. We're just gonna—they're gonna keep showing up in droves to our games, and we're gonna keep embarrassing their teams, and then they're gonna finally recognize eventually. Just let them recognize. Just let them. Let us keep flying under the radar. That's how we do better. I don't want them to suck our cocks. Let's just keep it how it's going. Keep winning games, and they'll come around eventually. Fuck them. <laughs> That that one year that we went ten and zero to start the season, they didn't give a monkey fuck about us. <laughs> so I guess like we were ten and zero, and they were like, "Yeah, this uh, nine and three or fucking nine and nine and one team, this eight and two team looks great." You didn't give a shit about fucking. Do people do people not realize? Like honestly, this is a serious question. Like, do people outside of the South not realize that Davidson County has over two million people in it, and it's a major city? Like, do people not realize that? Like. 
I really think that people think that Nashville has about 30,000 people in them, and all of them just spend their Sundays watching NASCAR. Like, they they treat us like we're fucking Mayberry or some shit. It's annoying. I mean, to be fair, I, everyone's up in arms about these fucking power rankings. I don't give a shit about it. You can rank us fucking 32. Rank us 32 in one of the fucking Super Bowl. It doesn't affect me at all. But that guy fucking running his mouth about Nashville and everything, he, he can kiss my fucking white ass. I don't give a shit about him. Um, fucking soap opera fucking star. Go back to writing for Jim Roman. His fucking trash ass takes fuck out of my face. Um, so before, yeah, I, I, I don't care about him. Um, so before we jump over to the college football, uh, let, let's talk about the Titans Bills real quick. Uh, what do, what do you guys think is going to happen? Titans by well, infinity and beyond. Because so right, right now they're five point favorites. So you think they're going to, they're going to cover that? Or wait, 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 wait. Kevin, we need to go back to the tradition of you saying we're gonna we're gonna lose because every time you predict us to lose, we win. So that's true. That is true. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Buffalo is gonna beat us 38 to seven. No, I'm just kidding. Buffalo can Wait. suck my left cock. Buffalo sucks. <laughs> we, How many did you have? A couple. Uh, <laughs> we should not lose to this fucking team. It is a classic trap game, though. I mean, we can't overlook those frozen tundra motherfuckers. Buffalo's the shittiest city in America. I'd rather live in Kuwait. That <laughs> Buffalo just, their team's horrible. Their fans are a bunch of retards. Their fans are what Jacksonville fans think they are. Mm. We should annihilate them, and it shouldn't even be hard. I'm going to say the Titans cover. I'm going to say the final score will be 27 to 10. Um I mean, but winning this game isn't going to get us any more national credibility, though, because Buffalo fucking sucks. They're probably the only team that gets less national love than us. So, Kit, what are your predictions, Ben? Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> Buffalo is like the one city in America that ISIS could fly over, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, what happened down there? What can we do to help them?" Like <laughs> the trash can, the whole place sucks. I, I've got a, I've got a really close friend who's a big Buffalo fan. So I can't drag him too much, but um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we cover. I say that we win. Um, I'm gonna say we finally get some offense going, which seems unlikely right now. Um, also, it says here that Josh Allen's their fucking leading passer and rusher. So I, uh, I, I think, think Shady McCoy's a, out. So I think that's, some that's not saying a whole lot. He's ran for two touchdowns and thrown for two touchdowns, and he's thrown for 666 yards. Yeah, book it. Uh, Marcus Mariota of Nazareth is going to take this dub. So, uh, look, I I've been to Buffalo. I went to go visit Niagara Falls, and driving through Buffalo was the worst experience of that entire drive. Um, I thought I was going to get murdered and raped the entire time I drove through there, and I was locked away safe in a, in a truck. Um, the Titans should go up there and mollywop them. But again, this this could be a fucking trap game. Um, in my heart of hearts, I, I think the Titans win, but I think this could also be a trap game where the Titans lose. Um, I don't I think they're gonna lose. Goddamn it! Pick them to I, lose. I, I don't think they cover. I think it's gonna come down to a field goal. Um, and that it could, could be like it could be like that Browns game from last year. Exactly. It, it could be. Um, but I, I'm gonna say the Titans win. It's gonna be within a field goal. I don't. I don't think they cover. Um, Buffalo is the only city in America where, like, after you leave Buffalo, you can go to Cleveland and say, wow, that's an upgrade. 
That's the only city in America that makes Cleveland look like a viable place to live. <laughs> LeBron James left. Yeah. That should tell you enough. Um, so you need to know about Cleveland and Ohio and Buffalo. So if if LeBron James would rather go anywhere else outside of Cleveland, then like you shouldn't go there. But if you go to Buffalo first, then you'd be okay to go to Cleveland. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Cleveland's yeah. lots of perspective. Yeah, Cleveland is trash. Buffalo, dumpster fire. So, we missed two Falls games, correct? We missed the Florida game. So, did everybody, so did everybody else that has self-respect. <laughs> uh, I didn't even have the score in front of me. What was it, like, a lot to a little. To, to, to three? Might as well, no, man. I think it was 47 to, like, 20, maybe. 47-21, Florida, and then last week wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. But. So, hold on, has Tennessee covered the 50 points yet? They covered against Georgia, yep. Oh, yeah, we actually scored points against Georgia. I can't believe it. Yeah, y'all put up 21. That's that's impressive. Um, I don't know how you put up 21, but you did. Oh, so. you're fucking telling me. I don't know what the fuck happened. Oh, it looks here. It looks like here you put up three in the second quarter, so I'm assuming that's still some of the starters. And then you put up 18 in the second half, which I'm just going to go ahead and assume that's all, all second and third string. Yeah, they, they put all. in the JV and we scored trash can points. Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. So, <clears throat> listen, as bad as that game was, I actually took the time because I, I feel like I'm really negative. Um, so I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to come out with some positive takeaways. And I actually found a couple <clears throat> that I want to go over from the Florida game. Um, you know, and this is something that, that I see, uh, good teams succeed at, something that they don't have happen to them. Um, it definitely is a winning trend. Um, so the first positive takeaway from the Florida game is we didn't have any players commit suicide on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> That's a positive. <laughs> and then as an added bonus, the, the second positive takeaway is no fans jumped off the top of Newland. So in my opinion, that's a win-win. Um, Forget moral victories. Those are stats that matter. No one killed themselves. So Couldn't agree more. Yeah. <clears throat> Outside well, of that, though, the game was fucking awful, and we're fucking trash, and we beat the fuck out of ourselves. We had like seven turnovers before halftime. Dude. And we wasn't is... even running the fucking bait sale. Seven goddamn turnovers before halftime wasn't selling anything. Trash. Th- this just proves your point, Kit, that Jared Garantano fucking flat out sucks. <clears throat> he does. Um, He's horrible. We tried telling y'all that. All these ball fans are like, now that's a good quarterback. I tell y'all what, he's a good boy. No, he fucking flat out sucks. He's like Alex Smith, but Alex Smith, that turns the ball over every chance he gets. He played horrible against a real defense. Yeah, he looked okay against Eastern Tennessee State, but when he plays against a, a vaunted SEC defense, he looks absolutely terrible. Um, yep. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, let's not cut, you know, let's not cut the shit. I mean, they're not a good team in any fucking facet. I mean, when you compare them to Eastern Tennessee, I mean, yeah, they look good. But when you compare them to any SEC team or any team in the country that has 22 players with a pulse, they're just flat out terrible. I mean, there's no, there's no ass like facet of the Vols football team right now that is even somewhat decent. Um, it's very frustrating to watch. I, I won't watch it. Um, it's just embarrassing. It's not anything that anybody should pay money to go see. I mean, 
probably shouldn't even watch it on TV. It's how bad it is. There's nothing good I can say about anything that they did in the Florida game. The Georgia game, I will say, though, I expected us to get blown out by way the fuck more than we did. But I saw something that bothered me, Kit. Uh-oh. So this might just be me being negative, which I'm known to do. But no, um, I saw a lot of Vols fans after the game, after the Georgia game, talking about we have a head coach here because of Jeremy Pruitt's uh, press conference after the Georgia game. Yeah, I, I didn't see what you your thoughts about that, but I will say this: my first point, moral victories are for pussies and Democrats. Okay. Yep. We do not have moral victories here. Moral victories are the same thing as participation trophies, okay? There's no such thing as moral victory. Second point. Wait, are you telling me that our coach, our, our coach, and this is, maybe this is me being negative. You might completely disagree. Our coach was in tears because of how hard our players fought. We Soft. lost by, we lost by double fucking digits to our rival. And he was happy with how they performed. Are you fucking kidding me? I would have made them run sprints until they fucking went into cardiac arrest. We have looked so goddamn awful this whole season. And he has the audacity to go up there and cry about how good they fucking performed because we didn't lose by 30. This is not Vanderbilt. This is not Austin P. You do not celebrate losing a double digits to Georgia, okay? You, you celebrate beating the fuck out of Georgia. I mean, it just made us look so weak. I don't know if you agree, but it just made us look like pussies. Like, we have an actual SEC coach, a storied franchise that's been playing football for well over a 100 years, and then we have, well, I'm just so proud they competed so hard. No, fuck that. That's bullshit. They, they didn't give up. True, they didn't give up. They still got their ass handed to them because they're not that fucking good. That's not something to be proud of. Like, that's just my opinion. I don't think they deserve that. And I think the fans saying that it shows Jeremy Pruitt's character, get the fuck, get the fuck out. It's just, it pissed me off. It, it really pissed me off when I saw well, that. Well, so let me ask you this. Um, because I actually saw this and asked a couple people on Twitter the same thing. Well, a similar question. Um, because if you remember when we played Georgia a couple of years ago and caught that fucking Hail Mary and won the game, Butch Jones hit his knees and fucking started crying like a little bitch too. Um, which, which would you, which would you rather have? Would you rather have post game we got fucked and he's crying or post game we won by a miracle and he's crying? Like, which would you? Honestly, honestly, the Butch, I mean, either way is terrible because Butch Jones was like crying because he was so surprised that we won an SEC game. Jeremy Pruitt, <laughs> Jeremy Pruitt was crying because he was so happy we stayed competitive in an SEC game. So, I mean, at least with Butch Jones, we fucking won. Now, I'm not saying that Jeremy Pruitt was the worst coach of Butch Jones, because that's just not fucking true. Jeremy Pruitt is a good coach. I just think he looks really weak Saturday. I would not have done what he did. Um, so I guess I'd rather have the Butch Jones reaction, because like I said, at least he did beat, he did beat Georgia. But, yeah, they're both pussy moves in my <laughs> opinion. I, it's fucking Georgia. I mean, I know they're good right now, but we're Tennessee. Like, that's supposed to be our equal. And, yeah. Fucking crying when you beat them and crying because your players beat the spread. I mean, those are both pathetic. That's that's embarrassing. We shouldn't put up with that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. <clears throat> it didn't really piss me off so much. 
Like, um, I've had, I had coaches, they wouldn't, you know, sob. But I had coaches after games, they'd tear up a little bit. Um, I think his situation is, and I think where he was coming from was, you know, like, they knew, that locker room knew when they fucking strapped on the chin strap. They were going to get bent over and humped vigorously, okay? Like, they knew what was going to happen. Everybody knew what was going on. I think he, I think he's just encouraged because we're still getting the shit beat out of us, and he's seeing some players try to lead, seeing some players not give up. I think you know that. I think you know that that's where it's coming from. I think it's kind of weak, too, um, but I don't know. Maybe I was just raised different, but I've, I've never been much for, for bawling my eyes out because we almost competed. <laughs> that's no that that's the only problem I had with the kid. Like I, I like I get what you're saying. Like uh you know, he was proud of his guys for even though they knew they were gonna get raped, they still played hard. I, I get that. I I'm not saying he should be hard on them because they you know, they just didn't win. I'm not saying that. Like I yeah. get what you're saying. I just don't like it like you're proud of them for not getting blown out. I yeah. mean like my point is my point is it's Tennessee. Like not getting blown out shouldn't be rewarded. That's my point. Yeah, and then I think there's also to give him. I'm going to give him a pass on this because if he does three years, I'm not going to be happy about it. I'll tell you that. Um, but this is also not really his team. He just kind of showed up, <clears throat> like, hey, you know, I'm the new fucker who stands up here. I, I do this shit now, um, and he's you know had to do this whole culture shift, which I thought would be done by now. Um, but <laughs> fuck my couch because it's nowhere. Um, you know. I can deal with it this year, right? Because again, he didn't recruit any of these fuckers. They just showed the fuck up. They just met each other. Like, let's go do this thing together. Um, go ahead. I just want to make a comparison. So, what Butch Jones did to the Tennessee football program is pretty similar to what the U.S. did to the Middle East. Oh, okay. It, it it's pretty much like that. You know, the remnants are felt long after you're fucking gone. Yeah. That's, that's basically, that's basically what's happening here. Butch Jones is fucking gone, but the remnants of his terrible fucking scheme and players and recruiting and staff and everything is still fucking felt. I mean, I don't really blame, I'm not, I don't, I have not once this year blamed Jeremy Pruitt for losing. Cause I mean, Jesus Christ himself could be the head coach. We'd still get blown the fuck out every week. I'm not blaming Jeremy Pruitt's coaching philosophy at all. Uh, I don't blame him whatsoever for, for us getting our asses kicked because Butch Jones is a fucking piece of shit asshole and he recruited like a fucking fifth grader that sniffs glue all day. So I don't really blame Pruitt for that shit. I just, I just want Tennessee to get back to how it used to be. And I know that, you know, losing by like 16 or however many we lost by isn't, isn't good enough. No. No, I mean, if they don't take those last two possessions, if that game ends 24 to 12, I dare say that I would be, um, content with that, right? But I, I was, I didn't watch the game. I was at work all day. I was like, I'm not going to check on it. And some fucking stupid piece of shit guy comes in. He's like, Oh, you watching Tennessee game? I was like, Fuck no. I wasn't even thinking about it, but now I am. Dude, it's, it, it's honestly, Go ahead. like, it's honestly to the point, dude, where, like, Tennessee games on Saturday is, like, it used to be my number one priority on Saturdays. Now mm-hmm. it's, like, now it's, like, somewhere between burying my grandmother and watching paint dry. Yeah. 
It's just like not even not even considered as part of my Saturday routine anymore, and it's sad. Yeah. Um, but like I was saying, I, put, I opened it up, and for like just a moment, for just a second in time, I was like, "Oh my God, we're only down twelve points. What's going on?" I put my phone up. I do some more work. I'm like, well, let's check and see how we're doing now. And then it's like 38 to 12 final. I'm like, ah, there it is. That's what That's what it's supposed to look like. I I don't know. I, it just, it's just a shitty situation. Um, but here's something I will say. For all of the Josh Dobbs hater out, the haters out there, <clears throat> here's what I'm going to tell you. You can go fuck yourself. Is Josh Dobbs, Josh motherfucking Dobbs, as inconsistent throwing the ball downfield as he was? God damn it, he won games. And he won games we shouldn't have won. We should have never beat some of these teams that we beat along the way. Josh Dobbs carried us the whole fucking way. Because we know now it wasn't clown-ass Butch Jones. Butch yeah. Jones last season was supposed to how good he was. Exactly. I'll say this. I, I think that... Um... Josh Dobbs covered up a lot of our deficiencies, obviously. Yeah. I mean, look how terrible this team is. It's not much of a different team than when Dobbs was here two years ago. Look how fucking horrible it is. Um, I would argue our defense is better, too. Like, I feel like this is a better defense than what he had to work with. It can't possibly be worse. I mean, and then the, um, I mean, Josh Dobbs, like, he wasn't a, he wasn't a fucking high, he was never going to win a Heisman in college. He wasn't that type of quarterback, but Josh Dobbs, or fucking, uh, Derek Garantano makes Josh Dobbs looks like fucking 2007 Tim Tebow. Like the quarterback, the quarterback situation we have now is just God. The fact that some Tennessee fans hated Josh Dobbs is just fucking mind blowing to me because you really don't know what you got until you don't have it anymore. Yeah. Well, now we fucking know. We definitely fucking know how good he was. So <clears throat> I I don't know, but I do want to take a moment. Um, and here we go. This. Uh, this is uh, this is in remembrance of JG's potential NFL career. It's not <laughs> happening now. Everybody have a beer for JG. Um, because after after this last two weeks two weeks uh, spread that he's had here, where he's played like donkey dick against Florida. I mean, honest to God, we could have just fumbled the ball from the snap and had more offensive production than what we got with JG running real plays. Like terrible. No, I, not, I'll go so far as to say I could have taken an autistic midget, spun him around ten times, and he would have thrown the football better than Jared Gattano. Yeah. Um, I, I would venture to say that there's some, you know, fucking swinging doors out there that would have done a better job than JG. Dude. So let's just, let's just understand that JG is the most overrated player coming out of high school. Weird that I'm saying that. I feel odd saying that. The most overrated high school recruit of all fucking time. He has to be. Fucking four goddamn stars. I remember being so like, oh my god, we got a four star dual threat quarterback. He's gonna be Vince Young. <laughs> he couldn't hold Vince Young's That's fucking strength. hilarious. No, it's terrible. He couldn't have been Vince Young's fucking punter. He, honestly, and this is saying something, um, I'm sure a lot of UT fans will not like what I'm about to say. Uh, Garantano is probably the worst quarterback we've had in recent memory. I'm not even exaggerating. I really do think that. I mean, if apparently all it takes to impress UT fans is just uh, have a high completion percentage against Eastern Tennessee State, 
and that's enough to make UT fans think you're a good quarterback. Uh, I'm sorry that you guys were fooled. JG fucking flat out sucks. Um, I, go ahead. I think it's deeper than that with him. Honest to God, <clears throat> I, I think with us living in the Bible Belt, the fact that he's like, he's always like posting these fucking like Bible verses and shit on his Twitter. I think that, I think that draws people in. Like, I thought he's a good guy. I want him to be my quarterback because he's, he's such a wonderful dude. They must not have looked at the roster because the guy behind him, his last name is Christ. You know, like it's, it's better. You know, if, you better. Gotta, if, if that's part of your equation for a great quarterback, you got a dude sitting behind him that can almost pass. So. That's, you know what the sad part is? You're probably fucking right. No, think about it. We live in the Bible Belt. And anytime, anytime somebody gets on TV, politician, it doesn't matter. And they say, like, in God we trust. Like, it, I just imagine them sitting in their, on their couch, just, just busting everywhere, all over their children's face. Just, uh, just dying, like, on the spot. And like, I get it. I know that the company is I get it. <laughs> Okay. I'm imagining Ned Flanders. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? I just, Ned Flanders popped into my head. I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. Okay. Like, I just, all right, my guy. Um, I get, I get why you like and support that shit, but I really do. I honestly, I believe that's what's happening here. It's well, he's a good dude. He's a strong leader, and he's got a high throw percentage, and that's all they have to have. Outside of that, they don't give a shit. Well, well, he do, he doesn't uh, even he doesn't even have a high completion percentage now. So, oh well, yeah, yeah. So what, let's jump. Up. What did I say about uh, him finally finally playing a good defense and getting raped? You're right. You're right. I said that. Well, this week he goes up against the bye week, who is uh, currently favored at fourteen. Um, yeah, they'll cover. So that actually, they'll, they'll yeah, cover. They will. They will. All right. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> Okay, I think it's the bye week. Honestly, has a pretty stout front seven. Um, honestly, I think the bye week will probably take this one. It's gonna look like we're gonna fall again to an inferior opponent. It's a rough week, man. Rough life. Well, bye week has kept us banged up the last few seasons. Uh, we've been going into South Carolina after the bye week and just getting annihilated. Thank God, South Carolina isn't after the bye week this this year. Um, I think that's a plus for us. But yeah, that, that front seven of bye weeks is just, it's, it's, it's stout. So, uh, I've got bye week by, by 21, so. Couldn't agree uh, more. Solid, solid analysis. Uh, alright, so let's jump into some real games that's happening this week. Um, LSU versus Florida. What do we think is gonna happen here? LSU's, LSU's gonna... currently a two and a half point favorite, so it's, it's basically a wash at this point. The reason they're a two and a half point favorite is because their offense is not really there, but they're a way better team. <laughs> I was I would I would go as far as to say about LSU, there is actually a strong possibility. I haven't looked at the schedule, so I don't know if any of these teams play. There's a good chance that we have three teams in the SEC in the final four this year. Ooh. I can see that. I think LSU will beat the brakes out of Florida though. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Because LSU actually has a somewhat decent quarterback for once, so. I've actually, they've been better than I thought they were going to be. I'll give that to them. I think they win big, but like I said, that spread's so low because their, their offense 
is kind of there. They're relying on a lot of defensive production, kind of like we did against ETSU. We should have beat ETSU 28 to nothing or three, and um, our defense jump-started our offense. So that's kind of how OSU's been living their life. There's another game this week, too. Uh, there's a couple big SEC games this week, I think. Auburn, who does Auburn play? Auburn's ranked eight, which... Wait, were we... Were, did we have we had a show since I totally called fucking Kentucky beating Mississippi State? No. Oh, no. Yeah, Kentucky's ranked 13th? I just... I Fuck take yeah. A moment. Everything that I said that weekend, with the exception of Oregon... Fuck that game. I don't want to talk about it. Fuck that game. And, and never the only again. reason that that game didn't come through is, sorry, buddy, we got to talk about it. It's because oh, Oregon God. was like, oh, my God, we're going to beat the number seven team. In the no. That is not what happened. No, Stanford. Here, you take And then Stanford was like, no, 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 no. We insist you take this win. You deserve it. And then Oregon was like, no, I'm just going to blow my brains out so you can't give it to me. And I, then that's, what, that's, that's how that game ended. I don't fucking know who the goddamn center is for Oregon. But that motherfucker should be sent to fucking Syria and dealt with by the goddamn Syrian fucking ISIS people. That's just what drop him down happen. with a sign that says I'm gay and I believe in women's yeah. rights. And just just drop, drop him down with a bunch of fucking feathers and a pink fucking shirt. I don't give a yeah, fuck about that guy. Fuck did, I what? saw that. I was like, what the fuck is this idiot? Dude? Was, getting, was, was he up again? <laughs> did Justin? Was he, did he think that Justin Herbert was gonna finger pop his asshole or something? Like I don't understand what he was trying to. I have no idea what that was. That was intense. Um, yeah, I have no idea what he was doing. <laughs> what the fuck just happened there? Someone just died on the fucking call. <laughs> Dude, there's orange soda all over my fucking bed now. God damn it. <laughs> oh, well. Guys, you know this show happens live, and uh, we don't do retakes, so. Welcome to the show. He's a character. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so. Oh, God. Oregon fucking screwed the pooch on that. The fucking pylon evidently is out of bounds, so if you hit it with your foot, you're out of bounds, so. Okay. Um, Can I just um, say something real quick? <laughs> I, I do not want to hash over, uh, Kit's uh, amazing prediction. We should start calling him Kit Stradamus. Um, <laughs> there it is. Kentucky is fucking beast. I I don't even like Kentucky. I'm a Tennessee boy. I love Tennessee, but I'm gonna start rooting for Kentucky this season out of spite. Um, I think it's hilarious that they're actually good and Tennessee's horrible. Um, and then Tennessee's good at basketball. <laughs> yeah, I know it's funny, right? So yeah. you know what? Fuck it. I hope Kentucky fucking wins out. I think it's hilarious. Um, Benny Snuffer Heisman. <clears throat> yeah, I was just looking earlier. Um, he's actually beat Leonard Fournette. In fewest games to uh, 40 touchdowns, so that's a big deal. Beast. Well, Leonard Fournette's overrated, so. I mean, Kentucky football, like, I don't know if you agree with me, but Kentucky basketball is so easy to hate. Kentucky football really isn't that hateable to me. I mean, I don't really hate that's them that much. That's just, they just like, that's like hating the retarded kid in your fucking class because all the kids are fucking nice to him. That's all it's, that is. It's like, hate Kentucky hate, football. it would be like hating the Arizona Cardinals. It's just like, who cares? <laughs> Well, fucking, yeah. they, they suck. Who cares? When they get good, they're like, oh, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I like that guy. So Yeah, or like hating the Browns. It's just like, who cares? Like, let them have their season. Fuck it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. They may actually, they may fuck around and beat Georgia, man. 
I would laugh my fucking dick off if that happened. You know yeah. what is, uh, uh, Vanderbilt plays Georgia this week, right? And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, they're gonna uh, get their point. cocks waxed. Georgia is currently a 27 point favorite. Oh. Less than our favorite against us. <laughs> so, that's gonna be a brutal game to watch. Um, yeah, that's, uh, Notre Dame plays Virginia Tech. Notre Dame should win that one after fucking beating Stanford last week. Uh, so I lied again. Stanford is fucking, is a joke. You, you called a kid. I'm sorry, man. I'll stop doubting you. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Virginia Tech is gonna beat, um, Notre Dame, so. Didn't, didn't Virginia, t- oh no, that was Virginia who lost to Old Dominion, right? No, I yeah. Virginia no, Tech. No, that was Virginia Tech. Oh, was yeah. it Virginia Tech? There's too many yeah. Virginia teams. We gotta kill one of them. They uh, completely uh, shit the bed after they beat Florida State, which, you know, week one, we thought Virginia Tech might be good because they beat Florida State, but it turns out Florida State just flat out sucks. <clears throat> yeah. Well, fuck, here's your, here's you your really crazy quick. pick for this week. I actually think Virginia Tech's going to win this. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Fuck that six beside Notre Dame. We all know that's bullshit. Like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't believe in them. Um, plus, I don't see Virginia Tech after coming out and <laughs> losing Old Dominion. Like, congratulations, Old Dominion. Um, get get a fucking trophy. You beat them in week four. Um, maybe just quit the season at this point. Just cancel the rest of your games and go out on top for 2018. Um, but here's the thing: Virginia Tech is going to be—they're going to be ready to play some fucking football. And unfortunately for Notre Dame, they just come off a big time win over Stanford, whatever. Um. And they're they're probably a little green. I'm gonna go ahead and take take here. I, I do believe this will be a was did did Notre Dame play in, in at, at Stanford? I don't, I don't know. Uh, let's find out because I know, I know this game is in Virginia, so that's a lot of fucking travel. No, uh, they played them at home. Okay, so yeah, I was, if they played them in in California, they had to travel all the way back to the East Coast in one week. Yeah, I was gonna give Virginia Tech that, but. Uh, I don't know. I have an upset this week too, though. I think uh, I think Maryland's going to beat Michigan. Is that really an upset, though? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Michigan's seventeen and a half point favorites, but yeah, according to the spread, that's uh, moving mountains. I think <laughs> that they can do it though, because I don't think I don't believe in Harbaugh at all, and Maryland Didn't already. Northwestern piss away a win last week against them. I mean, Northwestern, yeah. Northwestern had them beat. They did. They came damn close. And then Maryland already beat Texas, so I think it'd be cool. I like when bad things happen in Michigan. Uh, so, I think it'd be kind of funny. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. Fair enough. Well, dude, that's how I have to look at the season, because our team is absolutely pathetic, so I just have to, like, you know, be a Scrooge and just, like, root for other people's seasons to go miserably. Yep, that's me. <laughs> just... That's perfect. That's how it is. Somebody crash and burn worse than Tennessee to take the heat off of us. Yep. Like Arkansas. <laughs> uh, well, boys, you want to call right. the show there? Been a good comeback. It, it, we're fucking, we're back, boys. We're back. <laughs> um, I don't know we're back from, but we're fucking back. So, yeah. back from my hiatus. Um, we should have a show out on Monday again. Um, I should be able to record. I fly back Tuesday. So yeah, we should, we, our show should be back on schedule. So y'all stay tuned.